This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. Coming to you from the Greenbrier, J.W. Johnson, kind enough to join us on this episode. You can, of course, watch us on our YouTube pages, find us at 92.3 The Fan, or where you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and of course, we'd love it if you use the Odyssey app. You mentioned uh, the white helmet. You mentioned uh, the uniforms and the dog logo. Uh, part of that, getting feedback from fans. Um, how How is that process and because it, it seems like it's been fairly successful sure. for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, obviously, we work very closely with our marketing department, our Brent Rossi, who's our CMO. He and I are kind of joined at the hip on a lot of these things. And, you know, how do we, uh, we figured out ways, starting with last year with, with Brownie at being at the midfield, how do we get them engaged? How do we create fan surveys and polls? We obviously did that with the dog logo. So it's just a great way to get our fans to have somewhat of a voice. Obviously, you know, we listen to them. There's certain things we, we want to do as an organization that we have to abide by NFL rules and stuff like that. Um, but but it's a lot of fun to, to see the interaction and how passionate our fan base is and how much they care about the little things like that goes a long way. And so we're going to do everything we can going forward to continue those interactions. And obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. The, you guys have gotten rave reviews over the white helmets. Uh, I've even complimented you on them. They, you. They, they look fantastic. Tony Grossi even commented on them, yeah. gave me an attaboy. Yeah, so um, <laughs> just what was that process like? How, how long did it take you guys to be able to get that done? I know there were limitations with that one shell rule. I think you wanted sure. to roll them out last year when you did the 1946 throwback, but you weren't allowed. But just how difficult of a process is it trying to incorporate uh, 
that kind of a change to a uniform? Yeah, well, the NFL obviously has a lot of rules and regulations we have to go through. And when the, the one shell came in last year, you know, we were, weren't quite ready. Um, you know, we, we'd done a couple other things. And so uh, we're, the process was, hey, we had the opportunity. We used to wear white helmets back in the day. If you go in our field house, you see a lot of the great players that we have that laid the foundation for the Browns. They always wore white helmets. And, you know, again, um, great fan interaction was a way to do it. You know, we didn't want to do anything really crazy to the helmet. We know how sacred the orange helmet is. Uh, you know, so obviously it's our logo, and, and we wanted to keep that sacred. So to be able to do something fun and different and kind of, you know, be hip with the young kids, it was, it was fun to do, and the players love it. That's another great thing. The players were super fired up about it. They, they think it's great. They can't wait to wear them, and we're excited to bring them out Monday night against the Steelers, so it'll be a blast. Uh, one fun thing you did last year is you brought back the white face masks against the Baltimore Ravens. Sure. So I, I got to ask, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. Is that the last we've seen of the white face mask? I don't know. You have to stay tuned and see what happens. So, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of rules and regulations with the NFL. I mean, obviously, again, you go back to you look in our field house and you see some of the great players from the 80s, the 90s, et cetera. They all wore the white face mask. And so uh, something we're, we're thinking about. We just got to see if we can pull it off. And you may see them again this year, but who knows? I want to shift to the stadium real quick. Obviously, that's top of mind fans. Uh, I've been covering this story here for a couple of years. Yep. Um, it is a complex process. You know, this is not something that happens overnight. Little bump in the road. You guys really want that connectivity between downtown Cleveland and the lakefront. Uh, the state funding for that land bridge kind of fell through. So probably can go back at it uh, in a year or so. But just your, the Haslam spoke uh, the other day about the commitment to stay sure. on the lake. They really want to be on the lake, but at the same time, they want and feel like it needs to be developed. So just the overall vision. Uh, of the organization staying in that stadium and trying to extend the life of it. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're doing everything we can to work with the city, the county, the state to, to come up with a plan to be able to do that. We love being where we are. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great building. We've got a lot of work that we have to do to it. I actually was talking to Robert Kraft at this past NFL meetings, and you hear about other stadiums that are going on, obviously, with the sale of the commanders, and, and they have some things they need to think through. And he said, you know, just remember, when people walk into your stadium, it's like they're walking into your house, and you still want it to be nice. You don't want to walk into something that's not nice. So we know we have to do some things to get the building right and get it nice and but we're also going to keep our options open and just make sure we're doing what's best for the club what's best for the the city and and and, and obviously for the, for the organization uh what's it going to take for me to get you on team build a new dome <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, obviously that's a big thing. People talk about that. I'm a pretty big traditionalist. You know, we play in the AFC North. It's kind of the black and blue division. Um, you know, all of our teams play outside. And, you know, can't, if you look at all the teams that have, have won Super Bowls lately, they're, they're mostly outdoor teams. You know, obviously I think the Rams are the last one that were an indoor team. So um, I'm, I'm kind of traditionalist. I like being outside the elements. But I understand it can be cold and brutal for our fans. Obviously last year against the Saints was a, was a tough one. But, uh, you know, like yeah, We'll keep our options open. If, if the economics work, we're going to explore all the options. Fan experience. You guys have done a lot in the last five, six years to really enhance the game day experience. Sure. Uh, what do you, anything you can tell me you might have up your sleeve to uh, change things up or add to the Well, uh, I don't know. We, we obviously, we're going to continue with the Dog Pound Captain program, which we okay. thought was really good, and how do we kind of keep working through that, and maybe we kind of keep it more of a surprise so people get into the seats. Like, we, you know, we always talk about game time on time. You know, we want our fans in the stadium being loud right at kickoff, leading up to it. The players feed off of our fans. Uh, and so 
obviously new music, obviously videos, all the different things we can do to create a great fan experience. And then obviously we need our fans to be engaged when we're doing stuff. And so obviously I think that carries with the, the play on the field. If the guys are doing well, the fans are going to be excited. If they're not, obviously it's, it's a little challenging. So anything we can do to keep enhancing that and making our fans happy, we're going to do. The guitar smash stand? I think so. I think the guitar smash makes day. We it was a hit, a right? Yeah, it, was a, it was a good one. We like it. Nice little nod to the you know Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you know birthplace of rock and roll here in Ohio. So it, it, I think it could stay. More with J.W. Johnson on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland after this.